Hello, welcome to IntelliCast. My name is Brian Lamar. I work in Insights at EMI Research Solutions. Joining me is Brian Peterson. Hello, who's our digital marketing director? Hey, how are you? And on the futures list. <laughs> I know. And head of the IEX. Do we have new music uh, today? We probably don't. We haven't got a selection picked yet. Okay. I mean, is this, this has taken the longest ever. I know, we get feedback from all over the place. We'll figure it out. Um, this episode brought to you by EMI. That's where we're employed. And you can reach us at Intellicast at EMI-RS.com. Follow us on Twitter, EMI underscore research, or Intellicast1, and text us. We'd love to hear from you, 513-401-5463. Pretty much a news episode. Yep. Not a ton of news, a little bit of news. A little bit of news, a little bit of news. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, it's been life and work. Just oh my thousand God. balls in the air. Yeah. So busy. And it is, we should go through conferences. I'll do that right now. And that's conference season starts this week, man. Um, Quarks is this week in LA. Um, so conference season is kicking off this week. That is February 22nd, 23rd in LA. Um, exciting. Um, Sepulcon is next, March 6th through 8th in Pasadena. We'll be there. Mary Rose Draper will be there, our Director of Networks and Quality. Uh, then more quirks, March 27, 28 in Chicago, will be there. We have a sponsorship. We'll be speaking with our friends at Brand Trust about mental health. If you're going to quirks in Chicago, love to, you to stop by and learn about mental health. Um, we had a really cool study, actually a few studies, and we partnered with them. It's really cool stuff. So I'd love to see you there. Quirks London. May 3rd through 4th, Quarks, New York, July 19 and 20. Um, more closer than that is IIEX, May 24th, 25th, Austin. You'll be there. Yes. As of as of what, a week and a half or so ago? Yeah, you'll be there. Some other people will be there. It'll be the first IIEX. I do not attend. I'm not happy about it. Uh, but I probably am more conferences than anyone. I'm not complaining. Um because I will be at the Insight Association National Conference, April 24th through 26th at Hilton Head. I'm so excited about that. Whoever picked Hilton Head, genius. Thank you. End of April, after spring break's over, so it's not going to be super crowded. Do you think they got the golf um, outing with Howard Feinberg set up for that yet? If they haven't, they should be finishing it. <laughs> so kudos to Art Donovan and Melanie Cartwright and the Insight Association team. There's already so much chatter about that conference online. They picked speaker track leaders and they're having to promote it. And that is awesome. Like what a great way to get momentum. Um, so good job inside association. And then this is kind of breaking news. We're going to break some news on here. Um, the inside association North central chapter is announcing that our fall conference is September 6th through 8th in Minneapolis, Minnesota, home of Prince. Home of Prince. Oh, I have a feeling where you're going with this. Yeah, Prince. I mean, I was a big um, influencer in where this location was, and I highly recommend Minneapolis. You don't see a lot of conferences in Minneapolis. Big market, and Dan Quirk is there, so I hope to see Dan there. I mean, I just promoted four conferences for Dan. We've been promoting mm -hmm. them for years, so I'd love it if Dan would stop by. Um, in September, our regional conference, we're very excited about it. I'm super excited about it. Uh, that's really the primary thing we do. 
for our chapter and give back. And we'll be partnering with lots of people in Minneapolis. There'll be lots of brands speaking. We hope to get Target and 3M and who else is there? Buffalo Wild Wings. There's um, a bunch. Um, a lot of brands up there. Well, here's the question. You've talked about this. I know you are doing this on your own. Could you not get the visit to Prince's home approved as the official off no. like, event? So I'm already making plans. This conference is Wednesday through Friday. And most of the board members get their Tuesday. And, you know, final prep. We usually have a mini board meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, final preparations on stuff. There's always some stuff to do. Because we do it all ourselves. And I'm probably going to get there the day before. Go to some sort of sporting event in Paisley Park. And I've already talked to somebody about doing that also. So I think I'm going to try to organize a crew to go to Paisley Park. By the way, Prince has like hundreds of albums that he never released. Did you know that? He recorded songs like every day. Um, So anyway, September 6th, 8th, Minneapolis. Hope to see you there. It's going to be exciting. And, And who knows what this conference will be like since I'm... Who knows what I'll be doing to it. Ride it up a little bit. Um, so, yeah, this month starts busy time for conferences. It, it does. Still, they all seem to be within like an eight-week period. Yeah, late March to through April. Yep. Really like a six-week period even. SampleCon through Inside Association National is about eight weeks, and that's a lot of conferences. News? Oh, Current event-wise, not a whole lot going on. I mean, you already kind of mentioned I am on the futures list. I think we mentioned that in the last podcast, too. Yeah, we broke news two, two consecutive podcasts. We did. We did. This so, is the longest streak we've ever had for breaking I, I know. Yeah. Beyond that is just day-to-day grind at this point. Yeah. I'm sure all of our listeners can appreciate that. Yeah. One thing I'd love to add to the agenda, which I'm going to talk – I'll just mention it briefly, is – the SMR situation, which we've covered, we're really covering it just as much as anybody other than Ray Pointer. Yeah. I don't think it's going away anytime soon. Um, uh, it looks like the elections have started because I have noticed some of the campaign stuff going on over on LinkedIn. Yeah. And I, I know one question we had was, it, is it just going to be the same people or are they going to let new people? It looks like new people are allowed in to be voted. <laughs> well, the rumor is that some people that were on the board are not going to I mean they're not going to keep that. They're withdrawing. So, uh, rooting for SMR to get through this unscathed. Not easy. Good luck to them. Yep. So, we move yep. on to some market research news. Yes. All right. First up, Momentum, the parent company of SurveyMonkey has reported an 8% revenue increase for the full year of 2022. In the same release, while they reported the increase in revenue, um, they did operate at a loss. And despite this, they announced they will be undertaking a restructuring plan that would eliminate an additional 11% of their workforce. I know they had a round of layoffs here. What was it, December-ish? Yeah. It looks like it's another 11% to try to get the financials in line where they are profitable. Yeah, I think it was 11% last year and 14% this year. So, man, you know, there's lots of job cuts in the news. Um, if you're on the MRX pros, there's lots of people mentioning they've lost their jobs. So this is a tough time for our industry. Uh, similar to a couple of years ago, we just went through this at the beginning of COVID. So um, best of luck to people out there. It stinks. You know, SurveyMonkey, Momentum, 
uh, took out a lot of money and uh, big name. And so this, you know, this happens. I think we see this more often than not in tech companies. Uh, you know, they kind of go in waves. Uh, at least revenue is up. That's good. Yep. Um, you mentioned profitability in here. It, they operated at a loss. Loss of 89.9 million. Yeah. So that, that's why if you're operating a $90 million loss, you got to make job cuts. So good luck to the people over there. The Survey Monkey and Momentum. They're a big name in our industry, one of the biggest. And so hopefully they survive this and emerge um, better. I agree. Next up, Simon Kucher has announced a new brand identity for the organization based around unlocking better growth. So, and I think the term new brand identity is maybe a British term. I view this as more of a slogan and messaging. Yeah. But that is how it was quoted at is in this news story. So I'll go with new brand identity. And it is, if you look at their stuff, it's right on, it's the slogan right under their name, unlocking better growth. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I love the, the, they have a good PR person when they release this because it, you know, the headline is new brand ID for flourishing Simon Kutcher. Yeah. Um, Got to get your, got to get your backpacks in there. (laughs) I didn't realize they're so big. Um, Revenue of 535 euros last year. That's huge. Uh, up 21% year over year. I mean, that's huge. That's awesome. Over 10, oh, employ over 2,000 people in 30 countries. And um, appointed 35 new partners across 16 countries. So it's nice to see some countries flourishing. I'll use their term. Yep. Um, and this is what we're going to see this year is some companies will be thriving and high growth. Others are going to be struggling, um, especially some that took on, you know, a lot of funds. Hopefully that they're profitable and they maintain that. But, you know, we, we know some in Kutcher people. They're great. So good, good job. I like that. I like it. Unlucky better growth. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's, these first three stories or maybe four stories kind of, I think, is what we're going to see this year. And you kind of just mentioned that, like, hey, some are going to be up, some are going to be down. The next one, taking on money. Um, Advertiser Perceptions, the business intelligence firm, has received a, quote, significant investment from Eureka Equity Partners to expand their business. Um, The release did not say the amount, but if you're quoting significant investment, I imagine it's six figures plus. Boy, that'd be a lot. Significance different for different people. I'd be surprised if it's six figures. Maybe it is. Well, oh, six, six figures. Okay, I was thinking nine figures for some reason. Nine figures. I, I think it's between six, six, six and six seven. To seven. Yeah, low sevens. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, sorry. Yeah, taking on money. They work in media, advertising, tech industries, and you know those are all either changing or rapidly growing. Or I mean, it's kind of a crazy industry that they're supporting. And so, um, good luck with that partnership. It's great. Right. And I, again, this kind of gives the perception you have, we reported some that are up, some that are down, some taking on money. And then our last one here of these four that I think are a representation of what our news stories are going to look like for 2023 is that Big Village, uh, formerly Engine, has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. Um, As part of this, they have announced that they have secured a purchaser for their agency insights and Ballyhoo businesses and are selling them to the refuel agency. There's a lot going on in these. This is a kind of an amalgamation of a couple stories. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, one of the other stories talked about their ad business, which was EMX. Yeah. Um, 
I'll do a little bit of speculation and I'm going to apologize how, how bad I might butcher this, but just yeah. reading through those news stories, it really seemed like it was the ad business that kind of tanked yeah, and brought, and brought this about. I mean, it showed that they have, the numbers were not great when in the announcement of how much they had assets and cash yeah. versus yeah. liabilities. Yeah. And a lot of it was to people who they were running ads for. Yeah. Tough situation. Um, Big Village, formerly Engine, formerly ORC. At some point, they're, locally, they're MRSI. Um, we made fun of the brand name for a long time and thinking that Engine was better. It's, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes our worlds collide. They were, can, they were acquired by Refuel. And as you so, joked on last week, they're refueling the engine. Yeah. So my understanding is that, yes, you're correct. It's the non-insights parts of Big Village that are severely a um, lot of liabilities. That the insights at business, which we know in marketing research, that's what we know Big Village for, is very profitable and growing and doing a great job. So, um, you know, it's never good when you declare bankruptcy. But I think this will let whatever they're going to call Big Village, their insights team, once they kind of get over there through this bankruptcy, um, a lot better setup for the future. Really smart people here. They have a good presence here in Cincinnati. Really good people that work there, and a lot of them very smart and wishing them the best. I know it stinks horrible when you're going through a Chapter 11 and what they're going through, but it's probably been tough there for a while. We just didn't realize it. Like, um, you know, imagine all the yeah. internal things that you've been going through if you're losing that much money. And right. especially the insights, which is making money, um, they have to kind of do their own little PR, probably. Yeah. I mean, it, it can probably be frustrating for the insights team if that's the team, if you're kind of dragging everybody along or the insights and agency components of it that are the ones making money, but then you have other portions that are just losing it faster than you can make it. Yeah. Um, it is good to see that they have, like, it looks like they're spinning off the profitable pieces to try to get what they can. My question for you, Brian. Yeah. And I don't know if this is possible with Big Village still existing, but they're selling the agency insights and Ballyhoo businesses. Do you think they sold the engine name as part of this off and could refuel branded as engine by refuel? I mean, that makes so much sense, right? You get you get your market equity in there with name. You bring it back. Every Everyone in the market research industry knows the engine name. And it makes sense. And then you're not tied to that chapter 11 thing that now the big village name is tied yeah. to. So hope, just, just a thought. So. It makes too much sense. Please do it. Uh, it. It depends on if they were able to sell that kind of naming and license as part of that sale. If not, then it's yeah. you might see them renamed again, or it could just all be part of Refuel. Yeah. I mean, Refuel's a good name, but you know that's very broad. Yeah. Uh, so you know, that's enough. Probably will be more to come on this this story. But my understanding is that no insights jobs will be lost. Um, I'm sure jobs in other parts of the company will, but I don't think that research people will they'll be okay. I, I did see the EMX age the ad agency component of it or the ad business. I think they laid off like 95 to 99 percent of their staff when they announced <laughs> this. It said like one person was left. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine? So, 
No. Having been with companies that were in chapter 11 and go through rounds of layoffs, could I imagine could I imagine being part of the, that 99%? Yes. That one person that was left? Absolutely not. Yeah. So moving on to our next story, Ipsos has acquired the B2B research expert network, Xperity. <sighs> what do you think? I mean, this is a second big B2B expert network acquisition in the last like three weeks. First of all, I can't get past the freaking name. Xperity. Is that how you pronounce it? X. I'm X- guessing. It's with an X and I don't know. X Instead of like expertise, maybe it's a form of it. Um, <clears throat> and this company is pretty new, which is kind of an interesting part. Um, Xperity has operations across the U.S. and Israel and the Philippines. They've only been around for four years. And so they have an online platform using AI and NLP and scraping technology. Recruit professionals across 130 countries, um, 90 industries in real time. So it seems like a really good um, acquisition. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we could get rid of the Xperity name. That's that's a good thing. Um, that needs to go away. But um, it seems like a good acquisition. The money is in B2B. Right. Is, are we going to see more of these expert networks be gobbled up by some of these traditional sample providers? And I ask this because we saw Innovate make yep. Ivy, purchase Ivy Exec. What was that, three weeks ago? Yep. At the beginning of the month, now you have Ipsos Choir and Xperity. Are yep. we just going to see this every few weeks gobbling up? I don't think there's money in consumer right now. It's so commoditized. But B2B is hard. B2B is expensive. When you're recruiting professionals that deserve huge incentives for their time, that's where you make some money. So this doesn't surprise me much. I do think, yes, to answer your question, yes. I think that B2B is at a premium right now, and the big companies like Ipsos, the big panel companies, are going to be looking for other ways to do it. And if this technology is good and they can scale it, that's that's amazing. Awesome. Next up, News Corp Australia has launched a research and intelligence service called The Growth Distillery, offering consumer insights to help marketers meet brand challenges, anticipate consumer trends, and understand where to best to invest. Um, I will say when they say distillery, it is D underscore S-T-I-L-L-E-R-Y. And all of our core listeners know exactly why I put this story on here. I don't have a much to say about this other than we saw this is our first underscore it is it is <laughs> we've been talking about brand names forever and i mean good job first of all it's because, you well, know. <laughs> there is a company called distillery and it's dst it's there's no yeah. underscore it's just dst the battles of the distilleries um the underscore distillery i think that's fantastic i mean it's just ridiculous but you know good job so in putting this, here's what – besides the name, I actually put this on here for a different reason. Okay. We know News Corp has a pretty good – at least on the Fox side, has a pretty good polling arm. They're pretty well-known and I guess looked upon as kind of like a, almost a gold standard when they're turning their polling. It's always yeah. pretty good. Not necessarily – in lo- some don't think maybe it's in line with what they say on the shows, but it's always fairly good in its accuracy. Do you see this just as an extension of maybe putting that out of, all right, well, we already do polling. Now I'm going to, I want to have an agency here and let's try in Australia first, since we know the Murdochs are from Australia. Um, interesting. Um, I, I know I'm pulling a lot of stuff out here. 
No, that's interesting. Maybe. I don't know who this, I don't remember who News Corp partners with on their polls. I thought uh, they had an internal reading after like the 2020. They had all internal stuff. Is it opinion dynamics is something of it. Um, I think so. Yeah, so they're not, they're not, they have their own, doing their own polling, which is interesting that they have their own pollster. I think so. So we'll see what happens here, but it makes sense. Oh my gosh, they're going to launch a report called Essentials Distilled. Yeah, Essentials Distilled. I mean, they're going all in on the underscore. Right. I can't get past the underscore, Brian. I love polling. I love it. <laughs> but I can't get past the underscore. So we'll see. Well, hopefully there'll be a news alive. We'll learn more about this. That's what I'll say. Okay. Um, in our final story, McKinsey has acquired the data science business. Oh, God. Can you use a, by the way, can you use an underscore and a URL? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know if you can use it in the main one. And this is really good podcast material. Yeah. No, it's the distillery. I don't know. It's a, I don't know. Can't find it. That's going to be a problem. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Let's Anyways, go. McKinsey has acquired the data science business, Eguzio. I'm going to hope I didn't butcher that too bad. Oh, God. Yeah, that's a rough looking one. Um, Eguzio has developed its ML ops platform through its data scientists that can develop, deploy, and manage AI applications at scale. So its product suite collects data and prepares it on or offline to deliver automated AI model training while presenting it using third-party analytics and data science frameworks. It sounds very complicated. Well, is it I, – I don't even know what they just said. Like it's developed a ML ops platform. Okay, good. Through its yep. data scientists, so far I'm following you, can develop, deploy, and manage AI applications at scale. Don't know what that yep. really means. So they're able to build AI applications. I got that. Product Suite collects data and prepares it online or offline to deliver automated AI model training. I don't I don't. This know. is where it got a little technical for me. But Presenting it using third-party analytics, okay, and data science frameworks. I don't know what's going on here. It, I think, and I may be wrong, it has AI models to run all of our data science applications, and it allows you to build the different models and stuff quickly and easily to help you build your own data science tools. Okay. That's what I think. $24 million in funding a couple of years ago. Yep. So this sounds like something McKenzie would want. Yep. This is nothing against the purchase. I just don't know. Sometimes maybe it's me and you, obviously, that don't really understand the press release of what exactly they do. Uh, but, you know, I don't understand what MLOps platform means. So maybe this isn't really for me. This is for McKenzie and how they think about, you know, helping brands. And this is a great acquisition potentially. So um, over my head. Yeah. Iguazio. It got a little technical there. I wasn't sure. Yeah, but interesting. Yeah, that rounds out our news for this week. Yeah, it's a short one this week. I think we kept it to twenty-five minutes. I don't have the oh time. Oh my gosh! Oh, first one of the season better. took us you're five chances. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back soon with. I guess we'll start talking about conferences. Yep. Really soon, we'll have a con- conference previews for SampleCon. We'll have conference previews for Quirks. And then IAX and the IA National, which is, by the way, in Hilton Head, South Carolina. And you might be able to golf with Howard Feinberg. Um, Art or Donovan, Jason Enderhees. Maybe Jason Enderhees, if you find him. 
And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.